Hi guys, this is Nicolette Rue. I'm here with Chris on health in the real world and we're talking all about how to get healthy in this modern world. It's the health in the real world podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by most exercises and workouts, whether they be running, biking, elliptical, rowing machine, traditional weightlifting, or even CrossFit, do not give you a balanced workout. And when you do workouts that neglect even one area, you're out of balance, resulting in pain and injury as well. Achieve your goals with the fitness program your chiropractor would love. Visit chrisjenke.com pod to watch the free video. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Jenke and I'm joined today by Nicolette Rue. Nicolette, how are you doing today? I'm doing fabulous. Thanks, Chris. Good. Uh, You're welcome. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, I appreciate it. Can you give us a quick introduction as far as who you are, what you do? Um, I know you're big into fitness, so kind of who do you help in the the fitness space? Sure. Um, Well, I am a quadruple certified uh, fitness instructor, so I'm certified to teach. I have a 300-hour uh, yoga teaching certification. I teach bar. I teach indoor cycling, and I've also trained to teach on a Versa climber, which is basically a simulated cycling or a climbing experience indoors, indoor climbing machine, if you will. Um, I also write uh, about a lot of tech for health and fitness for iMore.com and AndroidCentral.com. And I just started teaching for a brand new virtual fitness platform called Freebie. We just launched September, 2021, which is a gamified indoor cycling and strength training experience. Nice, that's awesome. What, um, what was your road to, to, to all this, to, to the writing and to you know, the training, the yoga, everything that you've been doing? What was kind of your path? How did you, how did you get on this path? Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, I grew up uh, playing all different kinds of sports. I played basketball and soccer from like age five all the way through high school. I ended up playing varsity basketball and soccer. Um, I ran track. I tried volleyball. I tried tennis. My dad was a huge athlete, so he really started me early. Um, And when I, towards the end of my college experience, it was I'm also an actor and rather than be (laughs) a waiter actor combo (laughs) trying to make it in Los Angeles, I was like, well, I have to look good for my job. I might as well get paid for it. This is something I love to do. So let's let's take these skills I've been working on like truly my entire life and transfer them them into a career type situation. Um, So that's how I got into it. I fell in love with indoor cycling and yoga towards the end of college, I want to say my, I think I took my first, both indoor cycling and yoga classes, my junior year of college. And it was love at first, like ride and pose. It was just the movements felt so good in my body. I have pretty bad knees after playing basketball and soccer 
through my younger years. So running isn't really an option for my body anymore. <laughs> so indoor cycling is such a great low impact uh, cardiovascular exercise that I can do endlessly and not put a ton of strain on my joints, specifically my knees. Um, and yoga just, I think helps with everything. Obviously my mental health, that's why I practice yoga the most is just, it's my meditation space and helps clear my mind, but also has increased my range of motion and helped my athletic ability in so many other areas as well. Yeah. Yeah. I like what you were saying earlier about how, uh, you know, just pick a movement. Like, what do you like doing? Whether it's yoga, cycling, running, basketball, soccer, you know, it's going to be different for everybody, but there's, you know, a million different ways to get fit and stay fit. It's like, there's really no excuse, right? And you're saying, talk to us about this, the virtual reality um, yes. so, movement that you're talking about. <laughs> yes. So there are so many ways to move. And that's what I like. That's the number one thing I tell to people trying to get in shape is find movement that you love. There's so many different things that you might not necessarily even know about. For example, if you're a big gamer that you can now get fit in virtual reality. So I just reviewed a game called Fit XR and it is a virtual reality fitness experience where you can do boxing classes, you can do dance classes, you can do hit classes in virtual reality, which is amazing. Like these, these worlds that you're transported to, um, this game is specifically designed for Oculus Quest 2. Have you ever done any Oculus? I have not, but- it is uh... It's Pretty, truly mind blowing. If really? you ever get the chance, I highly recommend it. It is, I had no idea how capable we were of virtual reality, but it is, it is truly, really? truly mind blowing. I was blown away. I guess um, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about like, you know, the one story you hear about somebody who was like wearing the virtual reality goggles and then like walked off a cliff or something. <laughs> yes. You don't want to, don't do it next to cliffs. Definitely, right. definitely create a safe space. Actually, that's part of the Oculus Quest is they, you, before you start playing any type of game, you have to create a safety boundary. So you map it out in whatever space you're in. And if you get too close to that edge, it will tell you and back you up. It'll oh, like, that's right good. Here. okay. Yeah. And tell you to move back or like, all of a sudden you're not in your your VR world anywhere anymore. You see your living room and that you're just about to run into the TV. You know, oh, it I'm takes saying? you, it, it like turns yeah, off the screen and then allows you to see. Okay. Exactly. That's good. I, I can, <laughs> I can get down with those safety measures. I think that's a good idea. Yes. Yeah. Those, yeah. those definitely need to be in place. And definitely with Oculus Quest 2, it is by far the coolest VR experience I've, I've ever experienced. Not that I'm extremely experienced with virtual reality, but it is, I loved it so much. I bought one for my husband for his birthday. Nice. Like, it is awesome. <laughs> nice. Does he, how, how frequently does he use it? Is he like a, like a daily he exerciser? A or? So he, he's someone that like he had, he went through a pretty serious injury as a child. He was in a pretty horrific skiing um, accident mm -hmm. and physical movement is not easy for his body. A lot of like general physical movement that you would think of today is not easy in his body. So this was kind of a, and he loves gaming. So this was, I introduced him to Fit XR, and there's a bunch of other ones like Beat Saber that aren't necessarily fitness games, but you're going to work up a serious sweat if you play it, specifically if you get into the harder levels. Um, 
So I actually bought it for him as a fitness tool and he loves it. He uses it frequently, like definitely once a week, if not more. Um, he, like anyone will go through phases of like certain things that they get into and I'll right. do it like maybe five days in a row and then take a break and then get back into it. But it's kind of a cool option for people. Like when you think gamer, you don't really think like, right <laughs> you, you know don't, you don't necessarily think of the guy who's like in peak fitness with the muscles you kind right. of, think of exactly like, not to say uh, that they don't exist because i'm sure they do right but course, it's yeah. just nice to see that there's like an option for like serious gamers to get fit in virtual reality yeah yeah <laughs> you can sort of blend the two together well i i'm i'm very i don't know i guess i would say very narrow i have a similar background to you like i grew up playing basketball soccer, baseball, football, a little bit of hockey when the Sharks came to town to San Jose. Yeah, hey, hey. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, then, and then just like some weightlifting and high intensity stuff on the side, a little bit of track running, stuff like that. So I'm, I think I'm very limited as far as what I actually do, but I'm super open-minded to whatever. So I'm, I'm fascinated by this virtual reality that, <laughs> it, I mean, if you can get, Honestly, it really doesn't matter how. Just yeah. just do something, right? Pick something totally. and do it, right? Stay consistent, right? Stay consistent. Find something that you love. Working out should never be a punishment. It should be like the best part of your day. For me, I, I'm a mom. I have a two-year-old. So I used to be able to dedicate like one, two, three hours even to working out mm -hmm. my my pre-baby life. Not with the now I'm lucky if I get 20 <laughs> minutes sometimes. Right. So, but 20 minutes that said you can get you can do a really productive valuable workout in 20 minutes and it is such for me like trying to balance a lot of things at once between being a mom my career and trying to like carve out some time to be physically active every day is it's a juggling act sure. um but it's like those 20 minutes are some of my favorite 20 minutes of the day. You know, it should be working out should be something I think that you look forward to rather than like, oh, I have to do this so I can go out to Taco Tuesday with my friends or <laughs> right. like, you know, it should never don't don't beat yourself up. It should be right. something joyful. Well, and this, uh, you know, what you're talking about with your two year old, two year old daughter, you two year old said? daughter. Yeah, with your with your daughter one that. She's going to be five going to kindergarten before you know it. I have, <laughs> yeah. I have four kids and three of them are in school right now. Oh my goodness. Um, okay. So, you, you know, know my, you know what it's like. Sometimes I know what it's like. Sometimes it's hard, but you know, <laughs> health in the real world, like you're going to be a mom for the rest of your life. So, yep, exactly. you know, you have to learn to juggle both those aspects and find a time to give your yourself what you need in addition yes. to caring for your daughter, obviously. So, uh, it's, you know, kind of a balancing act. Has there, has there ever been for you, I, I, I like, so the next question, I, I really like to humanize um, my guests. Like, um, yeah. you know, I'll go on the record and admit every time I eat a donut or have some pizza or, you know, it's really no big deal. Like I'm a person too, and I like my sweet stuff and I like bad yeah. food sometimes. Have you ever, have you ever gone through like a really tough time where you maybe lost your fitness or you started eating bad or you gained some weight or whatever it was, or you hurt your back or anything like that? Yeah, Does that definitely. happen? And how did you get yourself out of that? Definitely. Well, I had surgery on my left knee in 2016. And at the time I was teaching fitness 
24 seven, like at one point in my teaching career, and I do not recommend this at all, but I was teaching 21 classes per week. And I was also training to be an aerialist. I love the Lyra, the hoop. And so I was trying to go to those classes on a weekly basis. And I was just like, it was way too much. And my body responded and I ripped like a piece of my patella off my knee. And that put me down for a solid three months where I had to take it really easy and couldn't like six weeks of no physical movement at all three months of like very like limited mobility and like I didn't feel I still don't feel like that knee is a hundred percent like but a solid six months until I felt like I could do my my life my lifestyle again however I did never returned back to teaching that many classes but during this downtime, I was depressed because physical movement helps my mental state of being immensely. So not being able to move was really, really hard and really, really challenging. And what do we do when we're depressed? We often like turn to food and drinks. <laughs> yep. So I started eating a lot more. I started drinking a lot more and, um, yeah, it was, it was really hard. It was difficult. I like definitely went, it was dark. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was a dark time. Um, but I remember making the conscious choice. Like you, you have to have the ability uh, to see that what you're doing is causing you to feel that way. And sometimes that's so much easier said than actually done. Mm -hmm. So I realized that what I was putting into my body on a daily basis and the fact that I wasn't moving was the reason why I felt horrible, which in retrospect looks like, duh, obviously. But at the time, it wasn't that clear to me because I had yeah. fallen so far out of this space the physical like healthy space that I was in um, and had went to a completely different space. <laughs> so yeah. once I was able to identify that in my own mind and it's like different people obviously have different like different turning points or like rock bottoms. I mean, it wasn't a rock bottom, but it was a big like, aha, like I need to I, I want to be happier, so I need to start making lifestyle changes to get myself there. And that, in turn, was a really long process. Like, definitely, it took, like, six months to a year for me to crawl out of it. And rather than, I'm not a fan of extremes, so I don't believe in, like, extreme anything. I think everything in moderation, it, like, you can make it work for you. Um, I don't like extreme diets or extreme cleanses. Like it's just small changes every day to get you to the point that you want to be that are sustainable for your entire life. So like yeah. very small lifestyle changes that you can build upon to get to where you want to go. Yeah. I mean, because yeah, the reality is we get into shape slowly and we get out of shape slowly and it's, it's sort of becoming aware of what direction you're going because there, there really are no like the whole like lose weight fast you know gimmick every january yeah, no. that it just doesn't work it, it doesn't it's not sustainable but um yeah <laughs> when i was at senior year in college right you and i both went to lmu um i was an ra in rosecrans remember rosecrans? oh wow. yeah i was in wayland wayland <laughs> right across the way yep yeah and um yeah so i was a senior and i was living with all the freshmen which was a little bit 
I think looking back, I was a little depressed because all yeah, my friends were living off mind. campus and stuff. And, yeah. and I had, you know, part of our stipend, our, our, our salary, so to speak, was, was meal money. And right. the, the Domino's pizza down the street took the meal money. And so I would call them up. I mean, yes. I'm not exaggerating. Four days a week. Yeah. I would get a large pizza delivered to my room. <laughs> and I wouldn't want, I think I had a tiny fridge, but I didn't really have space for anything. And so I would just eat the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, along, yeah. For along sure. with like Why a not? pack of beer. Like it was just the worst. And I ballooned up and I guess all my weight was like in my neck. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, a friend of mine actually saw my graduation picture. This was years later. This is maybe just five years ago. And they saw my graduation picture from 2003. And they're like, oh, who's that guy? <laughs> and I was like, ha ha. And, and yeah. they're like, no, I'm serious. Who, who's that guy? Why do you have a picture of him? I'm like, that's me. And they just, they were literally like on the floor. They, they were laughing for three minutes. And he's like, oh my gosh, I knew you got out of shape, but that's ridiculous. Oh, well, that's not um, nice at all of your friend, but yeah. Right. I got to call him up. Hey, that was not nice. Tell him, tell him Nicolette said, no, no. That's not nice. You don't want to shame me. Even no if shame. I'm not that weight anymore but yeah um, well, that's great that's I mean but it it was I think he was mainly laughing at the fact that because he he was he would visit me he went to school down in San Diego and he would visit me frequently and I remember it was actually him that he said something that really turned me inside my head because he knew me in high school we played football freshman year together and then we ran track the rest of the time together And this is like high level stuff. We're running 50 miles a week for track. And what were your events in track? I'm curious. I, my main one was the mile. Okay. Okay. So yeah. you, you would like distance. More distance. And it's funny because now, well, I don't know. I like sprinting better, but I think I just have a natural gas tank. Like I could yeah. just keep, keep going and going. As I you can't... got the endurance. I have none of that. I'm like yeah. a sprinter all the way. I can yeah. give like 30 seconds and then I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go long. Like I can't, like the two mile was too long for me. I was kind of like a mid, a mid. like a mid range. Cause I'm pretty lean and tall, but I'm, I had more muscle than the distance guys, but I was a lot skinnier than the sprinters. So I was kind of that good tweener. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, but, but my friend, he came to my dorm in college and he's like, well, Oh, oh we were doing a workout. That's what we we're doing. And we were specifically, we we're doing bear crawls, right? Like just on the ground. Yeah. And he's like, Wow, because I had to rest every 10 seconds. It's like, wow, you really let yourself go, didn't you? And then he and then he kept going. And I, that just clicked in my head. I'm like, wow, I kind of did, you know, let my standards drop a little bit. Right. And that's not a judgment for anyone else who's, you know, not fit right now. But yeah, the body really wants to move. And I wasn't moving. And so I suffered the natural consequences of that. I gained weight. I felt bad. My joints hurt, you know, all, totally. the, all the stuff that comes with it. So but absolutely bodies are meant to move and they're meant to also go outside so whenever I have clients that are struggling with not only their like physical health but also their mental health and often the two are correlated in my experience um I'm like find a find 15 minutes to move every day and make sure you go outside. Like even if it's freezing cold and you live in Minnesota and it's the dead of winter, like bundle up and just get outside for a little bit. It's going to make you feel alive. You're going to, you're, you need, even though the sun might not be shining, you're still going to get like vitamin D from the sky. Yeah. (laughs) Go out during the daylight. It's like, it's so important to get outside and move every single day. Yeah. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, there's a certain percentage of that of the ultraviolet that gets through the clouds. I mean, otherwise it wouldn't. It would be pitch black still if it didn't get through. So exactly. Yeah, I like that advice, um, Nicolette. What would you? I, I want to go really big picture now. Um, you're you're. Let's put you on a stage. You're a motivational speaker um, at either a corporation or maybe at a graduation ceremony. Okay. Uh, what's your one to two minute motivational talk? to these people to help them like get the most out of their lives, whether that's like goal setting or perspective or how, whatever direction you want to go with it. Let's see. Okay. Definitely don't sweat the small stuff. You can start anew every single day. It takes two weeks to make or break a habit. And the only difference holding you back is your mind. So all you have to do is make your mind up about something and it is possible. Anything doesn't matter what it is, as long as you set your mind and it's easier said than done, obviously. But if you make the change in your mind first, then you can achieve anything you want. hundred percent. Nice. Uh, yes. I want to give people a chance to contact you also. So website, social media, or do you have any programs out? Anything like that? Yes. So uh, feel free to contact me on Instagram. That's probably where I'm the most active. It's at Nicolette Rue, N-I-C-O-L-E-T-T-E-R-O-U-X. I'm also on Facebook, again, Nicolette Rue. Um, I'm more, more active on Instagram. Like I said, I also just started teaching for a new fitness platform called Freebeat. We launched September, 2021. It is a gamified indoor cycling and strength experience. So we have a really awesome at home. It's a connected fitness experience. So we just got, I'm like doing this. We just got our X bike, um, which is a really, really top-notch studio cycle, indoor cycle. We have like a swiveling touchscreen and I am on there teaching indoor cycling classes. I love music requests. So if there's anything you wanna hear and you have the X bike, hit me up on Instagram and I'm always available for any type of questions, health, fitness, or otherwise related. <laughs> nice, sounds good. Well, Nicolette, I really appreciate you joining me today. Um, Health in the Real World podcast. Hopefully we can see you again soon. Definitely. Thanks for having me, Chris. Thanks for listening to the Health in the Real World show. Make sure to like and subscribe and comment down below. Visit mycorebalance.com to learn more.